But here, on the very rim of known space, justice is a long way away. Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Space Game Junkie Podcast. I, as always, am your co-host, Brian, and joining me, as always, is your co-host, Spaz. Reaching for the stars and your wallet. <laughs> your co-host, Julie. Enjoying Star Trek in the great Midwest. No, of no, the US. no, no, we're not. No, <laughs> your co-host Thorsten. God damn it. Money is a sign of poverty. Oh God, that's so accurate. Um, your co-host uh, Jacob. Rule of acquisition number thirty-four: War is good for business. <laughs> Very nice. And your co-host David. Welcome to Lynx Corporation. Oh, by the way, we own you. <laughs> what is that from? What, what? I know what that. I know that. What is that from? Our spaceship breaker. You played it. Oh, right, right, right. Okay, ah, yeah. that one. Yes, right. Yeah. <laughs> That's a very different economy in that case. <laughs> oh yeah. You're you're buying yourself out of debt. Uh, so hello, friends. Uh, f- first off, let me just say at the top here, uh, apologies for not having a show last week. Uh, my internet went out about 15 minutes before we were supposed to go on, and it just would not stop going in and out. And so it it was like that for it, over it an chose, hour. It chose death that particular day, and yeah. we had to deal with it, or rather and- we... Couldn't and, do anything about it. And I never have outages. I like so rarely have outages. So I don't know what happened. So I apologize for that. Um, but hopefully it'll, you know, we'll be fine this week. <laughs> hopefully. Knock on Ikea wood. Um, so friends, we have a topic this week uh, suggested by co- our co-host, Julie. We're going to talk about uh, economically focused space games. And there are a lot of them, like a lot like you could say elite might be would elite be the first one you think is that the first i think no it's definitely definitely not the first what would you say is the uh, first i don't know really the first but the really first good one that was mule yeah i think that i think that probably is the first uh, that would qualify which, which one i didn't hear it which one mule oh i never played mule did that come out before elite yeah, yeah, yeah. Before, okay, so, okay, yeah. I never played Mule because I don't think, did, I don't know if it made it to DOS by that point, or maybe I just, just wasn't, like I wasn't into that kind of game when it came out. I never played Mule. I know. Uh, I guess it was only on the eight-bit uh, uh, computers back then. Oh, so did it ever? Did it ever yeah. cut? So it was only like on the Commodores and and the and the the Ataris and and, and and Atari. And I had it on Atari. Oh, no wonder I never yeah. played. Yeah, it never made it to... Wow, it made it to the Nintendo Entertainment System, apparently. It did get a port, yes, uh, about <laughs> a couple years later, I think. Yeah, 1990. Yeah, a couple years later. 1990, apparently. Yeah. But it was never yeah. on a computer I owned. Um, well, okay, apparently it came out for Windows in 2021, but that's a different that's a different kettle of fish. Um so yeah, Mule was uh, 1983. That's a year before Elite, if I recall correctly. Um, <laughs> so I never played that one. Can you? What? What is? What is the deal with Elite? With Mule? I mean, can you guys explain to me what the deal is with Mule? I don't. I've never played it, so I don't know. I leave it to you, Spaz. No, you can. You can take this one, Torsen. No, no. <laughs> You've played more of it than I have. You actually have played more of it than I have. No, I haven't played more than you. Darkston, <laughs> explain it. Oh, for crying out loud. <laughs> Look, I barely I, I played know. it at the time. Spaz, you are better, you're better able to explain it. So it it, it is your uh running a company mo- using your mules to uh to uh collect your resources and send them up. Um you Worked with other players or against them, typically against, uh, because it, it, it's the precursor to uh, one of the other games that that I was going to mention, uh, which is Off World Trading Company. Oh, interesting! It was a big inspiration for Off World Trading Company. Oh, uh, yeah, because it, it is a classic 
in terms of the economic side of things, you really don't get uh you don't really get that in other games of around that time. Oh, okay. Because they don't, they don't really focus on the you know, a lot of the other games of the time just didn't focus on the economics of things. And Mule certainly did. Um you could certainly play it as uh a straight up uh, backstabby kind of deal. Oh. And it's four players on the same machine, I I take it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I'm I'm looking at the screenshots from the Moby games link. This looks I I don't know if I could grok this. <laughs> I'll be perfectly honest with you. <laughs> It's not. It's it's not necessarily that complex. It's not that complex necessarily, but there's a lot of layers to it. That's the best way I can put it. Yeah, maybe I should find uh, a way. Maybe I should find a way to uh, emulate it. <laughs> and there's. Uh, I just noticed that uh, on Steam there is uh, an announcement for Mule Returns. What? Uh, the chat. Mule Returns. Interesting. Yeah, yeah I've so, linked it in the chat. So I'll, I'll tell you, the people I know who have played this game, whenever it's brought up, like, they have that kind of, like, far off, like, oh, yeah. You know, like, that kind of, oh, those are the days kind of look. You know what I mean? Oh, look at that. I will add that to my wish list. Mule Returns. Well, there's, there's not even a coming soon or anything. It's just there. Like, there's no... Not even a coming soon or anything or not no release like date is coming soon. It shows it on the top right. I see does, it. Does it? I yeah. It's happening. Yeah. It for me it goes right to reviews and then about the game. I don't see any. Oh, I see. Uh, at the top soon. right of the info oh, page. Okay, sorry, yeah. sorry, folks. Yeah. Um, all right, I'll have to keep an eye on that. Yeah, maybe I'll emulate this somehow. I wonder which version is the best. Hmm. I'll figure it out. Um, always zero, HNL. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, I wonder, uh, like, should I emulate the Atari? Should I emulate the Commodore? Should I emulate the PC-88? You know, like, which version should I try to uh, emulate? Because, um, like... For variety's sake. Yeah. Yeah, I remember the day... Remember, <laughs> you remember the days when there were multiple platforms that computer games would come out on? Uh, namely the 80s. Well, I do. It wasn't that far out. <laughs> Technically, yeah. it still happens. Uh, does it, though? <laughs> yeah. Well, I yeah, it does. It still Metroid. happens. I guess. Anyway. Friendly reminded, the year of our Lord is 2024, and Bloodborne still doesn't have a PC port. <clears throat> <laughs> Wait, Bloodborne. Is that a Wii game? It's what a FromSoft is- game. Oh. Oh, from the PlayStation Three. Oh, the PlayStation Three. Well, Birds of Steel yes, also which, also doesn't have a port, and probably never. Which will these get one. days is apparently a retro console. I still play mine regularly. <laughs> it's it's become a motor storm machine. Uh, c- c- congratulations on your retro console. Regardless, econo- <laughs> economics. Ugh. Yes, sorry, folks. Uh, tangent. Um, all right, so. I guess we can agree that Mule is probably the first uh, economic uh, space game recorded, at least. At least, I mean, there were a lot. There were a lot there might of have been others, but it's yeah. I can't it's hard think. To say if I any can't. Others are. I, can't I would say there aren't any others as influential as Mule. Well, that too, but like I played a lot of like basic games that came out. I played a lot of like arcade games. I don't remember any. God, I think the first game I remember that had money in it was did did Gauntlet have money in it? I think Gauntlet it had gold had, in it. Yeah, yeah, that's the first one. I had thinking. gold in it. Gold would gold just represented your score though. It didn't. Actually yeah, that's true. It wasn't really money. But the there, but the first one. Went, go, ahead. go ahead. No, yeah, after you. Uh, I've got to mention though, uh, there were a lot of. Uh, Text-based uh, economic games, uh, especially at, especially uh, uh, as listings in, in in some computer magazines back then, 
Oh, okay. But the real, but as far as I remember, the real first real good one was Mule. Okay, I'm guessing the first one I played was probably Elite, so that's why I think of it. Um, and uh, Elite's Elite's economy was fairly bare bones. <laughs> it was there, but yeah, it, it was fair, kind of like Elite Dangerous. It's fairly bare bones. <laughs> it doesn't really matter too much. I mean, there, there are. <laughs> There are other games that you know. Actually, I think of one other game around that time that uh, that used money, and that was Mercenary. Merce? Oh yeah, those games. That's right. You guys, mercenary game. You guys told yeah. me to play. You guys told me to play those. Uh, oh yeah. Well, stop. I didn't say you'd enjoy the games because they are so. Uh, uh, they are so very much of their time that I don't think you would enjoy them, but nevertheless, they're worth seeing as they are. I love that we always come back to mercenary and delete. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, their hands uh, reach far and wide. Their reaches, their reaches far and wide. Really, um, I mean, mercenary was it was a inspiration for No Man's Sky. <laughs> Seriously. How many because in terms of scope, two two mercenary games. Yeah. Yeah. I just realized we're twelve minutes and we've not we've not established what an economic focus space game is. <laughs> That's a good point. Um, I guess, folks, what we're talking about with with in terms of an economic focus space game is uh, one that you know not only has money but uses that money as a gameplay element, whether through trade. Or um, mostly through trade. I mean, a lot of games have money, but some games you just buy stuff with it, which really isn't an economy. Um, we're talking about games that have at least the very basics of an economy, where like you can buy and sell and trade, um, and and make money through alternate methods, uh, like trading and whatnot, um, that don't involve like bounties and sh- and and crap, you know. Um, so I guess that's what we're talking about. I mean, they could include them, but but that that doesn't have to be the only. Yeah, way. yeah. Like there if, are many. If an economic path is viable. Then. Yeah, yeah, and well, beyond that, I wanted to say that even mm-hmm. within the realm of those kind of games, there to me there are different focused economic based games. For okay. example, uh, if you talk about an Ixion, which is a lot like what I do for a living, it's more based on project management if you are talking about uh, x4 if you ignore the whole destroy the human race thing which i did at one point because they had it coming uh yes <laughs> yes <laughs> i, I made friends with the drugs. Yeah, sorry go ahead no we, we we had a not great run i mean it's time why not? You know, I mean, let someone else try it. You I know? figured out how to make friends with the drone race, and I sick them all on the human race. And, <laughs> but uh, basically, in X uh, in X four, you can concentrate on building up your little economic space empire. And in Eve Online, and if you know me from other games, don't hate me because I mentioned it like people always do. Uh, it to me, my interest in that was more based on just being a miner and supplying a larger corporation. So to me, there was like, even with an economics-based game, there were different areas of concentration that I enjoyed about each game. Okay, that's fair. Uh, and there are, there are quite a few uh, games where economics are important, like EVE. Um, but I, I, um, Jose, the game that I'm streaming in the background is called Space Bucks, which I thought was appropriately titled for our topic. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> it's a Sierra game from uh, 1990. Uh, <laughs> 1991 or 1992? No, I, I think it's, I think it's, layer, I think it's layer than that. I think it's like 95. I think 95, 96, 96. 
It was a Windows. Oh, it, was so late. Wow. it was it was a Windows three point one game, you guys. <laughs> there weren't a lot of those. Um, so I guess when I think of an economically focused game, I I guess I think of a game where making money is the primary goal. It's not combat. It's not um, exploration. I mean, those things can make you money, but those are other funnels into your economy. And, and there are quite a few games that uh, where the economy is like front and center, like space bucks, like off world trading company, like uh, I guess, I guess Eve, I guess Eve, the economy is, is front and center. Um, Eve unfortunately matches that description very well. <laughs> but um, let, let, let's start with the basics, I guess. Like, does anyone remember their first, their first, uh, economically focused space game. Like I already said, mine was elite. So what about you guys? Do you remember the first game that you played that had an active economy as it's like primary, um, impetus Eve online. Okay. And, and here's the, uh, stop me if I've told this story before, I don't know, but the deal is, um, that was my first interest in the game. And, uh, I, especially the complexity of it. And at the time, I don't know if they still do, they had an economist on, on staff. Right. And there were, when you consider how much the people who were the miners and people interested in the economy, like me, there were players that can I swear on this podcast? Absolutely. Uh, We try and keep it to a minimum, but you can do it. There were developers who had a song called harden the fuck up. And it was based and to me like people like me who didn't like to be ganked. And so yeah. And the uh then eventually CCP got sold and my first thought was who has to harden the fuck up now? And so (laughs) the thing is though, is some they used along came somebody who decided to have something he started called Hulkageddon, which may or may not still be there. And basically, he was going to go through the universe and he was going to gank all of the people who are miners like me, right? And so the deal is he was doing this ostensibly to get rid of all the bots, but he was preying on everybody. And so on the other podcast, I said, I said, and I called this person out by name. And I said, it is similar to Adolf Hitler invading Poland and saying it's for the good of the Polish people. You are hurting the game. And I do understand that the CCP said, well, you know, it's just another uh, player based activity, but it changed a lot of people. An emergent gameplay, they called it. And the thing is, my after a stressful day of doing project management like Ixion, my, and yes, for me, the game is like coming home, asking a truck driver to come home and drive around the living room. Uh, <laughs> but the thing is, I just wanted to, it's mine. I was part of a large corporation, and I said, you know, I don't do the manufacturing. I had a ship where I could take my ship, put the miner in that ship, and I could fly whenever, wherever they wanted to, including null sex space, because people always used to say, ah, you know, you, you horrible casual gamer. And I said, yes, I was part of a null sex corporation, too, so blow it out the other end. And um, But yet along came this. And ultimately, though, what drove me away from the game, which is sad, because it's like in high sex space, you're supposed to be safe, but you're not. And uh, it got to the point where somebody who had been banned permanently, um, he decided to come back under another name and make it his goal to war deck us for a rock solid year. Explain to the audience what that means. Okay, so the deal is this, and I don't know if that's still something that you can do, but the the instead of guilds, they have uh, corporations, right? And so somebody they have some corporations are 
based on many different things. Mine was part of a larger corporation that was more economic based and uh, just having fun and introducing new players to the game. And until somebody says, ah, you know, you didn't play for long, played it for six years and uh, in null sec and all the rest. And so if one corporation decides they don't like another corporation for whatever reason, even if it's just for grins, they can declare war on your corporation, and that means basically nowhere is safe, including high-security space where there's a police force. And they can blast you out of space and make your life miserable. And in this particular case, this person did it because he thought he was banned because of something we did, which is absolutely not true. And so his goal was to drive us all out of the game, and he succeeded. But my interest in that game was just... I didn't want to, and I felt like Captain Dunsell on that last time we were out, uh, the, the uh, pilot, you know, based games. And uh, yes, I was always been a big fan of Star Trek, T-R-E-K, the old scientist, old, and uh, that's how my sister and I met, in fact. And, uh, <clears throat> and, uh, so I said, well, my interest in space games, other than just like, you know, the whole arcadey thing where you hop in the ship like No Man's Sky, has been toward the economic thing. And, uh, you know, what can I build? What can I manage? Um, because, like I said, it's kind of what I do for a living. And, and, uh, and in some cases, I'm good at it, you know. So I said, well... To me, space isn't always about blowing the other guy out of space. And I really wanted EVE Online, uh, despite emergent gameplay, to just be someplace you can go and relax and have fun. Oh, but no. <laughs> inc increasingly, that was not the case. And so I said, look, you know, I can't even take my Sharon Freighter uh, out anymore because it's going to get ganked and it was damned expensive and my original interest was just mine the ore and it's an e economic based game because the price of ore will fluctuate between place and place you know you've got ore you've got a null sex uh, null sec corporation you can have somebody bring it out to the null sec space or just across to the other part of the system and you know the, the whole again thing kind of ruined it for me and yes there was uh, a YouTube video out there with me for a long time that portrayed me as Adolf Hitler and I was infamous for a short while <sighs> well this is why I primarily play single player games <laughs> Same here. What, what about what about the rest of you guys? Do you remember what your first um, economically focused space game was? Mule. Okay. Mule and the Same time. <laughs> Fair. What about you, Jacob? Uh, apologies. Yes, I was only I was busy with something. Can you repeat the question? <laughs> Do you remember what the first uh, economically focused space game you played was uh, that you can remember? Mm, that's going to be a tough one because economically focused, it might have been like X3. That would count. That would I totally count. Yeah. yeah, I think no. As a, I think that's the first one because my memory is a bit spotty. That's uh, totally fine. It's a good pick. <laughs> I, it's, I mean, a good it, it's a good pick. The yeah. one that, yeah, the one that jumps to mind is X3. I wasn't good at it. It, <laughs> taught, it taught me a lot about economic space games, namely the fact that I kind of don't like them. <laughs> I am of the unfortunate issue that I really don't like, or rather, I am the, the inverse of Julie in this regard, that I, in that I do very much like blowing people up a lot, <laughs> potentially in multiplayer games, but preferably not. Uh, so, and the X series has a very strong focus on, uh, trading economy and managing a fleet. So my usual enjoyable gameplay of having just like one ship flying around and blowing, blowing stuff up um, right there is doable. It's not it's easy. Doable, it's not easy. But it's not, but not only is it not easy, it's not necessarily fun. Well, also the, ga the game. Sorry, God. Because the game expects you to be, you know, 
doing economics and trading and other stuff that I got booted out of university once for already. <laughs> I mean, I, I do love the X Games, but um, oh, yeah, if you want, great. It, I'm if, just not the target audience. Yeah, no. If you want to be a solo pilot that takes missions and does uh, and and makes money that way, it's really not for for you. <laughs> I, mean, I don't even like even like small fleet stuff that you'd find in uh, what was the what was it called? Void destroyer? Yes. Uh, in games like Void Destroyer or uh, or Endless Sky, those are still fun. But in X three, you are, uh, but in X three, most of uh, most of combat turns into a is either very boring at a personal level or at a grander level. You play it like a very bad RTS where you select your entire fleet and right click the enemy <laughs> and wait until you either win or lose. And granted, Most- I mean, there's stuff like Starport Gemini Warlords, which has a little bit of that mix of, you know, you're flying around as the one ship and you still ha- can't have a fleet. You oh, don't necessarily Star- have to. Starport thing- Gemini Warlords is absolutely great. It's not really an economic sim. It kind of no, is. No, It has a bit it of It has economy, the economic background. But it's not the focus. Yeah. But the thing is, with the fleet in Starport Gemini Warlords, you just tell them to do other things. And they just go off and do other things. Like I don't have yeah. to. I don't have to leash them around with me. <laughs> attack this guy. Yeah. That attack like, that guy. Unlike <laughs> the, unlike the AI in X, which is simple but dumb. Uh, <laughs> in Warlords, it's simple but just smart enough to not get itself get itself killed the most obvious way. Though you can't have a massive fleet following you around just to have oh, them follow course. you around. If you so, want a massive death you want, following but, you around, you absolutely yeah. can. Yeah, if you want to, yeah. sure. But like with with X, they really like point you in that direction. Like, hey, what about this? Huh? What about this? You want this, right? This is what you yeah. want to do, right? Absolutely. Huh? Huh? Yeah. Huh? Like, here's the thing: the experience I thought I would enjoy in X, I got out of uh, uh, out of Star Shadow. Oh, <laughs> okay. I know that's wow. a very weird comparison. No, but Star I... Shatter is basically what I wanted, kind of, out of the combat part of the X Games. I mean, the X Games do a great job making a dynamic universe and and making a very a huge ticking clock with lots of pieces. It's a very dynamic, lots of moving parts. It's really great, and so I could see, I totally see the Star Shatter comparison in that regard. Totally see it. Yes. Um, obviously, Star Shatter, you're part of a carrier task force or a space carrier task force with all the consequences thereof. <laughs> it's far more focused. And because of the focus, I enjoy it more. Yeah, agree- agreed. Agreed. Uh, David, did you remember the name of the uh, game you wanted to talk about? That your first? Uh... No, I don't. Maybe you can help me. Yeah, I was going to say, hit us uh... with what you remember. and Maybe we could figure it out for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, chat, time to do some investigative journalism. I, oh, yeah. I, I love this part of video games. Like, like there's what, what's that Reddit subreddit tip of my joystick that someone like write? <laughs> right. I, I stumbled upon it here when I was trying to search for it. <laughs> I love that right, community. So give us anyway, the story. Give, give, okay, us, so, give us what you know. Um, so uh, in the early 2000s, there was this uh, site uh, which had the same name as this um uh, games news outlet, which was kind of weird because that's probably the reason why the site doesn't exist anymore. That was named uh, Games Revolution. I, I'm pretty sure huh. uh, they had a bunch of uh, freeware games people uploaded there, like "Hey, try my game" or something. Um, and one of them was this uh, 2D top-down capital ship space game that had a few few points where you actually had to go through a point-and-click adventure mode or viewing screen where you could interact with your crew and stuff. The developer was about to make a third game that was going to switch over to 3D, but, of course, I I don't remember names, so I can't see what happened with that. I was going to say Flash Trek, but no, not really. So uh, when I got stuck in a game, I was like, oh, no, I can't uh, get any far in the game. I wrote to a developer there. This game sucks. I I can't do anything. My weapons are too weak and stuff. He then said, have you tried mining? Wait, there's mining? Well, how do you do that? <laughs> just, just go shoot some asteroids and then haul it back to base and sell it there. Wait, what? Okay. So I did. And then I could just 
buy better gear suddenly. So ah. yeah, I guess that's uh, so that it, should probably count. But I don't remember the name. So it was like a bra- it was a bra- was it a browser game? It was no no no. Oh, oh okay. It also gave me uh, downloaded so. And uh, it had some absolutely awful, uh, at the time, early 2000s, uh, I want to draw anime graphics for characters and stuff. So, <laughs> oh, like Newground style? Yeah, almost, I suppose. I don't remember the name, uh, but I'm pretty sure that the third game was supposed to have the subtitling Commanders. I'm pretty sure. That's the only thing I pretty much can give you. Not sure yeah. on that one. Yeah, I... Yeah, you were... I, you were piloting um, a larger capital ship, and yeah, you could equip it with different guns and shield generators and stuff, but I don't remember the name. So, uh, yeah, chat, if you can find it out for me, it will, it would help. I'm trying I, my best to do uh, some research here as well. Either I, found, either I found your post on Reddit about it, or asking, where, asking who, what it is, or someone else has this exact same issue. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, I haven't run it. <laughs> topic there yet so no that's not me oh did did okay. they did they find an answer nope oh man <laughs> <laughs> five months ago no comments oh boo <laughs> no i i i just put it a bunch of stuff into google based on what you told me game revolution space mining combat game commander you know <laughs> yeah basically uh, I'm, I'm, not, I, I'm not getting a damn thing oh man but wh- so, uh, whatever that yeah, game was, time. whatever that game was, that's the first one you remember where it's like, oh, I could do something to make money. Uh, yeah, exactly. Oh, interesting. What the? Okay. Um, I'll oh. have to do some more research and see if I can find it. Yeah, if you can find it, I'd be fascinated because I, I usually I play all the things, especially in the 2000s when there weren't that many things. So I played like freaking everything uh, that I could find. Most of it was Russian or Eastern European at that point. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like Star Wolves and the Tomorrow War and and Parkan. Um, but yeah, Space played, Rangers. Yeah, Space Rangers, which I guess has an economy, I guess, sort of. It does. Oh, it absolutely does. You can, yeah. be, you can make a lot of, uh, of your game as a trader. In fact, that's one of the three paths is being a trader. Yeah, I always forget that because I never pick it because I'm terrible at it. I'm terrible at it. I forgot about that. I completely forgot about that. It, it was a, I was going to put that game on my list because of that. Because you really could make your way through the, the game as a trader, even though, yeah, there's a huge combat focus too. Uh, your Your method of doing that uh, fighting the dominators as a trader is doing investments so that you're investing in the fleets. Wait, what? <laughs> you Wait. didn't know that? Hold no, on. no, I didn't know that at all. I've, I, I've never done a trader in space Rangers. So I know <laughs> in space Rangers, that's your way of fighting the dominators. You use your, you use your economic power in order to uh, boost up the planetary fleets so they can fight back against the dominators. What? <laughs> okay and if I, you never engaged as a trader then you wouldn't know that of okay. course not you'd think you just have to fight them directly uh, okay i i <laughs> i i i i, I, I. My, brian's mind is blown <laughs> i i think i have to reload uh space rangers 2 now um is this the first one or the second one or both of them both of them do second this one. second uh, one i'm so- thinking yeah second one is what I'm thinking of. I I'm gonna I'm terrible at trading, but I might have to figure that out because that's amazing. I didn't know that. That's wow. So you can help the war by investing in the war effort. Yeah, a- I mean, you know, you can invest in you know in in new stations and whatnot, right? That's you know, you true. Can invest that's in, true. In planets. That's that's how that works. Is you also get with enough money, you get the option to buy fleets for defense of of uh, systems, and so you build up the military that way. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> oh my oh okay. oh wow okay i mm. well my mind is blown my, my mind is blown my mind is uh my mind is blown um holy okay i'm gonna have to revisit this game because i've all i've i've always tried to do it as like a kind of mission-based bounty hunter guy and it never works i always peter out because it's like Okay, everything's too hard now. I can't get anywhere. Uh, I'm done. <laughs> um, I mean, it takes a lot of build up. You know, you have to build up trade networks of stuff. Uh, you can even do things like leaving stashes on planets when you know that the prices aren't good and you come back later and then you sell off from the stashes. Oh my God, I didn't know that either. Dear Lord. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay well again mind <laughs> mind blown uh oh okay oh okay well uh, i guess i'm gonna have to revisit space rangers i guess hd now <laughs> they call it um because yeah. i didn't know that because i always avoid the trader because i'm like i don't know anything about trading i'm terrible at trading i'm just gonna try combat instead and i'm always terrible at the combat so i always die it's like ah, i'm just done with it um okay i guess i'm gonna try the trading thing and see if that works there are ways you could like keep track of prices too in that game right i think there are tools uh yeah there were yeah and and uh they would periodically change so you could send out whenever you stopped at a planet you could uh uh pay to get the nearest prices for things okay i'm gonna i'm gonna have to try this I'm going to have to try this because that sounds fantastic. And I, I'm interested now. (laughs) Uh, So, all right. So um, I guess my next question, then we've talked about the first games. What games do you guys think has like the best economy in space games or like the one you've enjoyed engaging with the most in terms of uh, the economy? And I, I, I will start because there, there. I've played a lot of economically focused um, space games, and the one that comes to mind as having the economy that I had the most fun engaging with was Helium Rain. Um, I'm not even economically focused, but that game gave you all the tools you needed to be decent at trading and building things and uh, and everything, and it really felt like it was a game made for, well, not specifically for economic novices such as myself, but it understood that economic novices existed <laughs> and it, it added tools to help people like me. So when I think of games that like economic games, hell. Yeah. I mean, that one had you doing stuff uh, on your own at first, and then you eventually get a couple of trade ships and then you're setting up a, trade network yeah logistics and, network but well. it's not hard to do it's not complicated you know right oh, i guess another one is Jumpgate. Jumpgate has um a very detailed economy and um and if you if you have the right tools which people have made they're third party tools but if you have the right tools you know where to go to make money where to go to make uh if you need a piece of equipment or if so, if the game needs more of this piece of equipment you can do it that way jumpgate has a tremendous economy um so i think that's the other one for me is those two games helium rain and and uh and uh jumpgate one thing to add yeah one thing to add is that helium rain is completely free oh yeah that's right uh if you guys if you haven't played helium rain if you're listening to this podcast of course you've played Helium Rain, but for some, if some of you somehow listening to the sound of my voice have not played Helium Rain, it is completely free now. Sadly, the developer um, decided to get out of game development, um, which is, which is, you know, that's a shame. I get he it. He burned out, I which get is it. unfortunate. Very unfortunate, but, but yeah. I, I totally get it. It's hard to be a game developer. My sympathies, but he made his games free uh, and Helium Rain is tremendous absolutely tremendous um yeah i fully fully agree with that uh if you haven't played helium rain do it please let's get a link let's get a link in the chat for people i played it already there 
it's already there. Ran into the X problem in stream. Yeah, yeah, it's in the stream chat. Person put it up there. It's it already. Oh, weird. My my chat thing isn't working for some reason. (laughs) Ah, there it is. Okay. Anyway, um, yeah. Thank you, uh, Thorsten. Yeah, Helium Rain is great, you guys. It's really, really great. And it, it respects your time. It's, it's, it's got a great, it's got a tremendous UI, tremendous UI. Like it, like it's got a very detailed economy, but because the UI is so good, you can, you can, even if you're an idiot like me, you can grok it, you know? Um, unlike a lot of other games that have an economy, like you don't know how many games of off-world trading got a world off-world trading company. I've lost <laughs> so many, <laughs> So what about you guys? What would you say is the, um, for you, the game with the best economy, like the, the one that you've engaged, had the most fun engaging with do you, if you, if that makes sense. Ixion. Okay. Yeah. Ixion is great. Um, Let me, uh, link it here. Yeah. Ixion and- is great. It's a, it's a space station builder kind of in the vein of, uh, of, uh, Startopia. But uh, I would I would call it like a slightly harder, more serious Startopia, basically. Um, you get stuck. A lot of people do. I will put something else in the show notes that will keep you from dying horrendously and killing off the human race <laughs> in your opening step. I but c- the thing is, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I will. I will add that link to the uh, the the post. But the thing is, I like this because, you know, granted it for me, it's like saying, okay, come home, drive along around the living room. But uh, the reason I like it is because it's most like what I do professionally, which is project management. So it's not down to the point where, okay, uh, we're going to do cash flow statements now, which I could do if I had to, but that's no fun. Uh, It is what it does for me is it says, okay, here are... You're an overview of, say, uh, 100 properties, and your goal is to guide these properties and everything overall so that the project becomes a survival of the human race, even to the point where, okay, whether you have problems with the unions and things like this. And so it's kind of an overall approach to the whole thing. And I think that's why I'd like this one the best. And uh, the the graphics are just astounding. It's a me. gorgeous game. It's a gorgeous game. No and question. Even though it's got like survival, it's a city builder. There's a, there's a nice little story behind it to me. I mean, it's not like you're going to get some in-depth story like a Skyrim or something like that. But uh it's not just like someone dropped you in the middle of the wilderness and let you beat on trees or something. Uh, so I think that's what I like about it because it's, it's, you have to be project management is a thing. And as it goes along, it's more in depth and more challenging, but you know, just I, one of the things I've tried to learn from this podcast and being on this podcast is it used to be when I saw this kind of game, I would run the other way screaming because <laughs> the, the challenge would be too daunting, but I've tried to get to learn, enjoy games that are more of a challenge uh from being on this podcast and this is one of my earlier choices that say i'm going to really learn this game that's a that's a good one that's a real good one folks yeah Ixion is great i streamed it a while back um it's really really good it is complex but uh i was able to grok most of it so if like again if an idiot like me and uh, can grok it. Anyone can. Um, what about the rest of you guys? Uh, what games do you feel really gave you a fun time engaging with their economy? For me, it would be the TX games, to be honest. Uh, okay. Okay. That's from an excellent first, choice. From the first one, no, from the first one uh, X Beyond the Frontier 2 to uh, now X4. I guess they have, for single player games at least, uh, one of the best economies yeah yeah they have 
they have an excellent economy. You really, it really, you really like, even though I try, I, I too dumb to engage with the economies in those games. You can see that it's really dynamic, very, uh, not just, it, it not, it's not just influenced by the player, but all the other traders going around. Um, sometimes you can just sit there and watch, you know, traders go back and forth and prices change and everything. It's, it's really a fascinating Swiss watch of a thing, like I said earlier. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I can totally see that one, especially because that's their primary focus. So they'd want to do it well. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, they're space games, but I mean, are they, I mean, <laughs> space is a, not the primary focus of that thing, if you know what I mean. <laughs> space is just a, a setting for the economy to happen, uh, basically. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, the X games are, are great in that respect. No question. And they're still, they're still pumping out stuff for X four, you know, which is great in my opinion. Yeah, Good on them. I One think- of the reasons I really like that game is if you get tired of the economy, you can just hop in a ship, one ship and start blasting away at the pirates. <laughs> I'm just not good at that. Uh, maybe it's because I can never find the pirates. <laughs> and then when I do, I get sh- blowed up. So I don't know. <laughs> I'm glad those games exist. I just don't think they're for me personally. Um, but I mean, they've, I mean, they're what they're, they're, uh, they've been doing this for over 20 years now. So, Oh God, it's going to be 25 this year. Right. It's like X. The first X game came out in 99. Right. So it's 25 years this year. Yeah, you are right. Oh my god, <laughs> that might be one of the longest running space space game series. If you think uh, about, I'm getting older. All right, aren't, aren't we all? Um, I think that might be the longest running space game series. Well, that is still active. Uh, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Uh, besides, I mean, besides Elite. Oh yeah, Elite, and then the guy who makes the Evercron games. He's he's been making games since like ninety eight, ninety seven. So I'm gonna count that. Those are also good economic games, by the way. If you haven't played those, um, now, we haven't talked a lot about Evercron. Evercron no, is uh, well, what? Evercron, yes, but also the, but also Elite, especially Frontier Elite Two, which I'm massively biased towards. Yeah, yeah, me either. <laughs> I mean, we talked about it a little bit earlier because it's the first one I played um, of these economic games. But yeah, we didn't, we haven't talked much about Elite, and that is a very economically focused, and, and it's ilk uh, like Pioneer and whatnot, very economically focused. Um, but uh, I like how you can just be a taxi driver in those games. <laughs> that's that's it's think, fun. That's I think that's why I like Taxi not so much. Um, so I think David and, and Jacob, I don't think you've chimed in. Do you guys have a game that you think of as like your most fun economic space game? Well, David is doing investigative journalism in the background, but <laughs> in my case, <laughs> I mean, that's hard to say. The closest would be Star Traders Frontiers. Mm, okay. Okay. And honestly, the reason for that isn't necessarily because it has an in-depth economy, but because it has an economy that that affects you insofar as if even if you're not doing a bunch of trading, you still have to do a lot of maintenance for your ship. You have to figure out fuel supplies and crew, which is something a lot of that a lot of uh, space games just kind of skip over. Right. And on top of that, of course, it's an absolutely brilliant game. But again, you're you're asking me like you're asking a you're asking a person uh, who has not drank uh, who hates coffee, uh, who is not a fan of coffee. Hey, what's your favorite blend? Uh, That's not unfair. I don't know. That's not unfair. I don't know the the, the, the brown one. Coffee ice coffee ice cream. You can say coffee ice cream. Uh, I don't know what you, that is. To be fair, though, I mean, Star Traders Frontiers is a even though you don't necessarily have to play it uh, as a trading game, its trading it game have... is pretty good. Yeah. Oh, it is great as a trading game. Absolutely. I wouldn't know. <laughs> I've not done it. <laughs> <laughs> I tend to lo- I tend to lo- load up. Uh, I tend to load up either a ton of co- 
a ton of combat uh, abilities or a lot of exploration abilities because I like shooting people and gotcha. Gambling, <laughs> <Fair>. sorry. <laughs> Fair. I, I end up using, uh, and that's actually my pick, is because of the trading game. The trading game is pretty pretty good in that in in that I will pick up missions knowing that I'm going to a specific place and then free trade on my way there. So that is how I make most of my money when I'm playing that game is through the incidental free trading as I'm already on my way to do a thing. So you like gr- and- grab grab one bit of item from a place and then check when when next on your yeah. app, it's getting a, a lot of, a lot of, exactly. a, lot of g- a lot of games with an economy. That's a good strategy. Like never have an empty cargo hold. Like if wherever you're leaving, check what's the cheapest thing, buy a bunch of that, and then see where you can sell it. You know, it's a great strategy. Or or, or, or like what I do in uh, Rebel Galaxy Outlaw, which is maybe have seventy five percent full if I'm going with a trading ship. If I'm using the Durston or Beluga, same sort of deal. If I'm already on my way to do a thing like a delivery mission, I grab more of that thing because I already know, even without checking prices, that it's going to be in higher demand at the other end. Mm, so that's an interesting point. I've I've not done any trading in Rebel Galaxy Outlaw because. <laughs> well, I, I'm talking about free trading though, just because right. if you're already on your way there. It it never hurts to have that little bit of extra, although. Making money is so easy in that game. It's so easy. Like it's it's uh, after a while, it doesn't even matter anymore. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, and that's good. Part of that is because there's no sink for money. Like once you no, buy there the isn't. coolest, once you buy yeah, the once coolest you fanci- your stuff, you're, you're once set. you buy the coolest, fanciest warship and the coolest, fanciest stuff for that ship, you kind of just the. Uh, the only sink, the only sink is if you go through the risky gates and you don't have the upgraded warp drive. That's the only sink that I can think of because that's the only way you tend to lose gear. Yeah, yeah, agreed. But uh, yeah, even that it doesn't cost a ton of money after a while. It's like, oh, just I'm just going to buy that, and then you're fine. <laughs> In all the times I've been streaming it over the last several weeks, uh, I I would just. Go around, shoot stuff, not even pick up pi- anything other than pilots, and just make enough from selling off the pirate the pilots. You make as I no land. money. You make no money selling off the pilots, though. That's like nothing. It's like seventy credit. So- it's like nothing. No, no, you don't understand, Brian. I I made more money just by dropping off the the pilots because I take basically no hull damage. So I, I don't even fire off that many missiles. I, I just have almost no upkeep to deal with. It's it's that kind of thing. Yeah, I like I like flying around a beluga with an empty cargo hold and just picking up all the random stuff from the pilots I shoot down. <laughs> well, I mean, there's that too. I will fill up quickly. Yeah. <laughs> Pick everything not nailed down. Exactly. Well, except pilots. I shoot them down always, every time. Well, of course. Pilots uh, need to be nailed down with need, gunfire. Gotta be, gotta murder them. Gotta gotta commit. Yeah, little gotta have some little war crimes as a treat, <laughs> as one does. A little bit of war crimes. So to wrap up, I wanna and I don't want to get too reductive here, but I want to talk about um, disappointing economies. Um, what, uh, because the one we're in. Well, yes, yes. Oh my god. <sighs> but uh, if well you were alive, well I just I just like. I just like do a, I just like flash a giant yellow sign that says satire. Like it's, <laughs> like it's a multi This is not a blueprint. <laughs> like, this is not a, this dystopian uh, economic nightmare is not a blueprint for a society. Stop trying to make that dystopian nightmare hey, into a reality. Guys, it's going great for the ruling class that has all the capital. It's going great for them. I mean, the never-ending wars, the 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 shrinkflation, the greedflation, it's going great for all of them. It's going great for the ruling class. It's the rest of us. It's like, okay, where do I build my guillotine? Anyway. Uh, <laughs> uh, Satire aside. Because so, when I think of, like, I'm just going to start with Freelancer. 
because um, I love that game. Let me get that out of the way. I love Freelancer, but it's like they're like, oh, yeah, it's an open space game. We should have some kind of trading. I don't know. Put some shit in it. All right. And so it's kind of like what they did. It means nothing. It means absolutely nothing. There's like no dynamic economy. No, nothing changed prices. It's like, oh, I just found this in a box. I'm going to sell it. That's the only thing. That's the only kind of economy Freelancer has. And given the type of game it is, it's just that's the one that disappoints me the most, really, uh, because I love that game. Everything else about that game to me is stellar, except the afterthought of a, a of an economy. <laughs> yeah, the, the game pretends to be open world. It nominally is, but eh, there's mostly, much to yeah. do there. Yeah, I mean, it is mostly, but after a while, it's like, okay, I'm going to move on to the next thing in the story now. And, uh, and again, love Freelancer, don't get me wrong, but like, I don't know if they ran out of time or they just didn't care or what, but the, the quote unquote economy in that game. The game does have massive signs of a game that was semi-rushed or rushed towards the end. Well, it had to be because like Chris Roberts was in charge of it for a while and it got way too ambitious. And then they're like, nope, nope, nope. Doesn't that ring a bell? <laughs> cut it, cut it down, ship it out. And I love what we got. Don't get me wrong, but like, it was going to be a lot bigger than it ended up being in the end. Well, yes, but we all know, but we know what happens when you give Chris Roberts notes uh, <sighs> exactly zero, exactly zero deadlines. Question: Has anyone played Star Citizen recently? Have to know if it has any kind of economy. I haven't. I yeah. mean, no. Yeah, I don't. I didn't think so. I just was curious because the last time I played it was that time I flew out of an airlock. Like I, I, I fell out of a ship going at warp. That's the last time I played it like three years ago or whatever. Charming. I, haven't, I haven't touched it David, David. Now, there is one game uh -huh. I'm surprised you didn't mention because it's supposed to be a an economic game or at least a sequel to one. Yeah. And we're talking about disappointments. Yes. There, there was this little thing called Wing Commander Privateer 2. Oh, do we have to talk about Oh God! Uh -oh. Fucking uh -oh. son of a uh -oh. son of a bitch. Okay, so I think the people who made Privateer Two hate the play, hate their players. I really think they do because you know how you have to make money in that game. You know how you have to trade. You know how a lot of space games when you want to trade something, you you have a you have a. Uh, a cargo hold and you put your stuff in your cargo hold and you fly it to the other place and you sell it, right? That's typical. Privateer 2, you have to hire a freighter and then put all the stuff in that freighter and then escort that freighter to your destination. So basically, you have to make your own escort mission to make money in Privateer 2 when have we ever liked escort missions? Like when is that, when have when have any of us ever liked escort missions? Um I hate Privateer 2 so much. Flames at the side of my face, heaving. Uh no, that game is a disappointment on multiple levels, but the fact that to make money you have to basically make your own escort mission just just makes me think that. It was a big middle finger to the players. <laughs> That's, <laughs> and the sad thing is Privateer 2 is a weird, decent movie and a terrible game. <laughs> it's, it's like, if you, if you folks, if you want, go just watch the roughly two hour cut of the movie bits from the game on YouTube. It's got everybody. It's got Clive Owen. It's got uh, Christopher Walken, John, John John Hurt is that his name? No, Jim Hurt. John Hurt. Um, Jurgen Prochnow is in there. Uh, David Warner is in there. Like it's got a it's a freaking who's who of a cast. It's a terrible game. <laughs> it's such a such a bad. But the movie was great. Yeah. Yeah, the movie bit was decent. It's the game you had to get through to get to the like I finished it back in the day because I love these actors. That, that was the first thing I ever saw Clive Owen in. By the way. Like I'd never seen him in anything That's before. That's first impression. <laughs> no, he did fine. Like, like it wasn't the, the acting wasn't a problem. Like <laughs> the everything else was. Everything, yes, yes. Um, I thought you were going to play that game. It's it's part of it's part of why uh, 
It's part of why I uh, like bringing it up because I played it with like minimal commitment because I bought it for like $2 off GOG because that's as much as people are willing to play, pay for it, apparently. Probably too much. <sighs> I mean, it's, it's a, it wasn't supposed to be a privateer game either. Like it was going to be its own thing, but then they decided to slap on the privateer name for some reason. Even without it, it wouldn't have been good. Uh, no, no, it wouldn't. Have, I mean, it wouldn't have helped. No, but I mean. And apparently it was developed by the people who made Star Lancer, which was apparently good. Is it? I, I know Chris Roberts' brother had something to do with it, but I, I didn't know if they, I didn't, I don't know about the through line with Star Lancer, which is a good game, which is, it's like one of the few games you could play co-op in the same squadron. Like, that's kind of amazing, you know? Um yeah, Star Lancer's actually good. Um, but yeah, I thought you were going to talk about Elite Dangerous. I thought that's where you were going. <laughs> no, no, no. That, that, that I can also talk about. Do we want to? I mean, it is. That game... No, we won't. No, 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 we don't want Well, just real quickly, that's another like one of these open games that pretends to have an economy, but really doesn't. You know? Um, uh, yeah, especially because specifically... It tries to be EVE Online, but doesn't commit to it. It tries to have this big open multiplayer world that you can go into, but also it has like a solo mode that uh, <laughs> people can go into to not interact with the others, but also they can sort of interact with the world at large, except not really. <sighs> so in the end, no one really can interact with the world at large. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it all, uh, <laughs> the hilarious, you know, that game, in space, no one can hear you scream, but it can hear, but you can hear the game's really good sound design, and that's the be most be only thing it has going that's for it. Best really. thing about that game. Uh, anyone else have any economies that they're disappointed with, or economic space games that ultimately disappointed them? Before we wrap up, I mean, if not, that's fine. We can just wrap up. <laughs> no, because I have learned the hard way to, especially from, uh, and no, I'm not trying to brown nose you a bit, to listening to uh, people who review games like yourself, right? Uh, that before I invest $60, and it's not really an investment, before I plunk down <laughs> 30 to $60 in a game, to really watch a lot of games and I mean watch a lot of reviews because just because somebody thinks it's a great game I might think it's a horrible game yeah. and uh, yeah. there are some reviewers out there who's like one that said oh see JK Rowling rah, 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 and all the people who don't like her backfired and I said that's it I'm done uh, but <laughs> I've I, and other reviewers, I said, you know, I, I really trust the person's viewpoint, but uh, I, I have learned a hard time, although I just wanted to say that FOMO is a very hard factor to ignore. And even if I don't play it, Pal World is on my Steam. Oh, Library. lovely. Oh, boy. <laughs> well, I guess you'll have to tell us how it goes. Once you because decide to start playing it. I'm I'm also a Pokemon fan because when I was growing up, you know, it was things like Pokemon and and uh, you know, Game Boys and you know, I didn't come from a dirt poor family but close, you know. So now I'm treating myself to all the toys. I'll be honest, <laughs> I don't know why that game is so popular. I I've I've seen on other servers people who've played it for 20 hours, 30 hours, and then gotten tired of it because the game loop at, at the end game isn't really much of a loop. But it's still an early access, right? Yeah, just came out. Yeah. I mean, th that's what I've seen on uh, other servers I'm on. So take that with a grain of salt. But yeah. Still. But still, it see what I found interesting is that it has a lot of promise depending on what they they develop it uh for example how many survival games actually have a city someplace um and there's it's early access so there's a lot of and and the whole ai uh thing is well 
and uh, you you can't copyright AI games, uh, AI artwork anyway. So, and if Nintendo and Game Freak aren't concerned, who am I to be concerned? Yeah, I think people just want an alternative to the whole Pokemon formula. That's that's what I think anyway. Soon as I'll admit it, soon as somebody said Pokemon with guns, it was crazy enough that I said, "Wow, okay." <laughs> All right, I guess we'll wrap it up then. Um, that's going to do it for today, folks. Next week, we're going to talk about um, a topic we all don't agree on. How much game? How much information should a game provide the player? Um, this came up. Um, this topic came up because I was streaming. Uh, what was it? The Planet Crafter? Planet Crafter? Yes. Yeah, the other yeah. day. And I thought it should have had more information for the player. And... Um, you disagree with me, Spaz, and uh, because it's not that type of game, apparently. And so this will be a topic for us to talk about, like how we feel about like what kind of games should provide, you know, what kind of in-game information, or do you have to go to a wiki, that sort of thing. Um, so, yeah, so that's what we're going to talk about next week. Tomorrow, I don't know yet, because um, a space game just came out, and I, I don't want to say the name because I asked for a key, and I don't know if I'm going to get one. So if I don't get one, I'll be playing one thing. But if I do get a key, I'll be playing that thing. So we'll see. Um, but that's going to do it for this episode. Thanks uh, in the chat for being awesome. You are always awesome. We love you. Thanks to everyone for listening. And with that, we'll see you next time, folks. Have a great day. Uh, be safe. Be well. Take care of each other. Please get your shots and wear, wear a mask. You know, please wear a mask. They work. They really, really work. Um, and uh, we'll see you uh Tomorrow. Have a good one, y'all. Bye-bye.